Hey there, this is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. Money Making Conversation, I'm your host. I'm here every Monday. Money Making Conversation is a show that provides you with career information so you can be successful in your career and in your personal life. I'm sharing you with experiences that I've had. I've had in my life. I'm sharing you with experiences with relationships I've created. Sharing these experiences and uh, gathering information from people who are celebrities in this business. Who at one time were not celebrities. And that now they are celebrities. They're switching on the uh, entrepreneur hat. And taking advantage of their social media. Taking advantage of their fame. And shaping it a similar path that you can do yourself. And that's, a, that's, a, that's the model I'm trying to get out there about these things. Let me make one quick announcement. New York City, I'm coming. New York City, I'm coming this Saturday. I'll be at the Circle of Sisters, WBLS. I'll be doing a baking seminar at um, noon, 11 a.m. at the um, Jacob Javits Center. Circle of Sisters, uh, Rashawn McDonald will be doing a color. I'll be in the culinary corner. It's a big old stage. I'll be making baked banana pudding. In fact, I am going to be baking, baking eight baked banana puddings that so people can sample. So I'll be passing out samples. So get in line. 11 a.m. Circle of Sisters in New York City with the radio station WBLS. I'll be up there this Saturday. Actually, I will arrive on Thursday, uh, do some shopping, do some baking on Friday, show up on uh, Saturday morning with my eight baked banana puddings. And um, the only way I grew Sean can do it. Like I got my man RJ and Terrence. They know. See, I bring them food every week in here. So, you know, it's good to have people who get excited about your food. You, they let you know immediately how you feel. Like today, I got a little barbecue spread for them. That when I get off the air, they're going to have the rib tips. They're going to have the sausage. They're going to have the green beans, the barbecue beans, the potato salad, all that good stuff. That comes from the uh, Big Six Barbecue. Big Six Barbecue, they have a small business that has been on the show. Now, that afternoon at Circle of Sisters, I will be hosting a money-making conversation seminar at Jacob Jabbers at 4 p.m. So I'll be two things, two things I'll be doing while I'm there this weekend at the Circle of Sisters. I'll be doing the Culinary Corner, where I will be doing Perfect Bake Time with Rashawn McDonald, and I will be demonstrating how to make baked banana pudding. But not only that, I will be giving out samples because I'll be bringing eight baked banana puddings with me. Then at 4 o'clock this afternoon, I'll be doing a seminar on how to be successful, money-making conversation seminar, how to be successful in your personal life and in your business life, hosted by me. And that's what I'll be doing this weekend. So please tell your friends I'll be up there. I'll be posting on my LinkedIn account. I'll be posting on my social media account, letting everybody know. Is Sheila Coase on the phone? Okay, cool. Great. She's on the phone. But before I bring her online, let's let everybody, if you want to call, if you want to talk to uh, me or any of my guests, please call 832-230-5592. That's 832-230-5592. My next guest has been on this show. This will be our third appearance on this show. That's because she makes it happen, and she tells it like it is, and she is a branding and marketing, as they say, maven. She's the CEO of Be Your Own Brand, which is BYOB, trademarked by her. It is the culmination of two decades of experience as a marketing executive specializing in branding and imaging for talents such as Mary J. Bly, Sean P. Diddy Combs, Tony Braxton, Lenny Kravitz. 
Jill Scott, Babyface, Layla Hathaway, and many more. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the incredible Sheila Coates. Good morning, good morning. How you doing, Sheila? I am blessed. How are you? Well, you know, I feel good talking to you because you have that fantastic tone in your voice. And you are, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's elegance and intelligence personified. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> well, I got to. I got to. I, you know, the thing about it, whenever I have you on the show, whenever we talk in and because uh, we have a relationship where we can communicate. And it's all about how we can get better, how we can um, take the next step because there's no, you know, you're never satisfied. I think people tend to believe that when you reach your goal, it stops. And that's where you make a major mistake, correct? Exactly. Look, you're, you're an example of that personified. Mm-hmm. You know, how many goals have you obtained and you keep on moving? Yes. I think life is about learning and constantly bettering yourself mm-hmm. and understanding what you bring to the table. Okay, cool. With that being said, B-Y-O-B, which is mm-hmm. be your own brand. Uh, that's been trademarked by you. What yes. is it all about? So we've got Because I got you for two breaks today, so we can slow it down. We're going to get the word out. You know, we've talked about how we're going to eventually create these relationships where, you know, we're going to do conferences around the country and seminars around the country, and you're going to be a major player in that. Please explain to everybody why, what is BYOB? Okay. BYOB, in a nutshell, is helping people understand how to define their uniqueness. And mm-hmm. why is that important? Because you need to know your competitive edge. I'm not the only one doing branding. You're not the only one who has a radio show, but what you bring to the table and who you are is what makes you unique. It separates you from everybody else. Mm -hmm. So what I help people do and help companies do is to find that uniqueness. What makes you you? Why you? You know, we all think we're hot. We all think we're amazing. But it's something that you bring to the table that other people don't. It's like your DNA. If you look at your fingertips, (laughs) you know, policemen always go to the fingertips and they're close to someone else but it's not quite. That one line that goes in a different direction says that that's for Sean McDonald, says right. that that's Sheila Coates. Right. The same is true for your brand. And BYOB is about branding you on who you are, not what you do. Because the what will change. Wow. If you were branding yourself on being a television writer and then being you know, uh, a partner with Steve Harvey, right. then you could never go into anything else you wanted that's to do. Correct. Oprah never branded herself in one lane. Right. Right. So that, that goes to the question about multiple streams of income. Yes. And a lot yes. of people say that, but they don't. There's a lot of work involved with that. Oh, look, I'm tired right now. I thought we were going to FaceTime. Look, and I was over here trying to beat the face right now because I'm tired. Because right, right. when, you, when you're multiple streams of, of income, it's really multiple streams of the lane that you're good in. Right. See, you don't do multiple streams, and I'm a, see, if Sheila tried to be a computer science person and then tried to get in some kind of technical thing and then did the creative thing, it may not work for me. But when you look at people who are great at multiple streams of revenue, right. it's because they, they've mastered their lane. You know, and also they understand the multitasking and that's really the key. And I hear that a lot. You know, I can only focus on one thing. And I, when I hear that, I go, really, that's always you're already telling yourself that you don't want to accomplish anything other than what you're doing. And when oh. I I'm on the phone right now, if people just tuned in. My guess is the CEO of Be Your Own Brand, Sheila Coach. Sheila, what is the one of the major mistakes that people make? When, when in the marketing and the branding arena? 
Because they don't understand the difference between marketing and branding. Okay, okay. Let's slow that down. Slow that down. There is yeah. a difference between marketing and branding. That's what you're saying. It, exactly. Marketing is yelling about who I am. Right. I'm telling you. That, that's, that's a billboard. That's uh, putting something out there. Here I am. Here I am. See me. Mm-hmm. Branding is engagement. Influencing the way that you think. Okay. Understanding the perception that you want people to get when they engage with you. See, there's a perception that I want Rashawn and the listeners to get right. anytime they hear me speak. Right. I'm clear about that. Right. Now, when I market, all I'm saying is, here I am. Did you see my store? Did you see my business? Mm-hmm. Do you, would you come in and buy something from me? That's not engaging. Right. right. That's just telling. Right. So, so you're saying, I'm just trying to break it down to... And like I said, if I'm pushing you too far too quick on this thought process, so how would that work if you Chick-fil-A? They market their sandwich, so they brand service. Is that what they, and they, the quality of their food? Is that, is that the difference? Well, the engagement is who they are and what they stand for right. and getting you to understand the, the kind of sandwich they make, right. you know, the kind of sauce that's on that sandwich, yes. how we deliver that yes. sandwich to you. That's engagement. Now, yes. whenever they post a poster yes. or post a billboard, that's marketing. Yeah, they cow on TV. Point exactly. to them chickens. <laughs> that, that, We're getting you to see the cow. Remember that cow? Oh, yes. remember that cow? And when you see that cow, think about Chick-fil-A. I, I, I'll so tell you so. you're engaging me, it's because you're sharing something with me about your uniqueness and who you are and why I want that experience. Because I, I, re- I, I wanted to break that down because a lot of people, because, you know, you throw out these words marketing, you throw out these words branding, but really the work is in the branding. Because you can go, I can stand on the corner, and you see this a lot. People have these little rotating signs where they mm-hmm. rotate them, and you, and you see the sign. So that's the marketing part. The right. branding part is when that customer who sees that sign goes in there to get the service that you're promoting. Exactly. It's, okay, look, exactly. And, it, and it's that perception. I, I, I'm big on perception because people don't understand the power of perception. If I give you something right now, let's, let's do this. If I, and, and you don't even have to see this. This yes, is ma'am. just us on the radio. Mm-hmm. So if I say a Corvette, mm-hmm. you, something comes to mind. Car. Fast if, car. If I say, yes. If I say, okay, so you took it to fast car, right? So mm-hmm. if I say a red Corvette. Mm, now it even comes becomes clearer. <laughs> if I say a red Corvette with chrome rims, you see a whole different thing because the perception is starting to come clearer and clearer and clearer. Because that's the engagement you have with Corvette. That is fast. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Mm-hmm. That is moving. Yeah. You didn't think, oh, I'm barely trying to get there. Right. I'm trying to take my kids to school. Right. I need to get to work in right. that car. Because mm-hmm. that's, a, that's more of a Volvo, right? Yes. It's the experience that that car is wanting you to have. That's why I tell people, there's thousands of car companies. Right. But every time you see one, they don't talk about what they have in common. They talk about what makes them different. That is so true. And that is the marketing and branding difference. So let me yeah. ask you this. Let me just ask you this because we're going to break in a minute. I want you to answer this before we go to break. What what benefit does Sheila Coach bring to a, a business or to an individual? Because we're going to next break, we're going to talk about your webinars. What is that? What's the benefits? It's uh If it's a company, I do a lot of branding of employees, and the benefit of that is ultimately companies are going to increase their revenue. Because when when my employees feel better and do better, 
they produce better. Right. They don't bring me in because they like me. They're right. looking for ways to uh, create better teams, create better leaders, have different kinds of teams because all teams can be made of a quarterback and there will be nobody to throw to. Right. So you got to understand your uniqueness and what you bring to that team. So that's why companies bring me in because at the end of the day, when their employees feel better about themselves right. and are engaged mm -hmm. in who they are, mm -hmm. companies make more money. Individuals bring me in and I've worked with the first lady of uh, Bermuda, n numerous artists, just did a piece with the Atlanta Hawks and Monica. What we're doing with that particular platform is that what do you bring to the table that's different than the person that was there before you? Right. Because again, you, you're not only one, but when you step into that arena, what do you want people to know about you and how do you want to make them feel so that when they leave there, they're talking about you in a way that you wanted them to talk about you? That's the engagement. So it depends on if it's an individual, if it's a company. I have a different company right now that I'm working with, and mm -hmm. I do all of their brand strategy for their events. Because while they spend a lot of money, right. people don't necessarily know them because they're marketing, not, in, not branding, because they don't create the engagement. There so what go. I'm doing for them is helping them strategize why are we doing this event, what's the return on the investment on this event, and what do you want people to feel when they come to this event. That's awesome. Brandy. Okay, uh, we listen to Sheila Coates, the uh, CEO of Be Your Own Brand, BYOB. We'll be back with more money-making conversations. Don't go nowhere. We're going to find out about her webinars and also more information on how you be, can be successful in the world of marketing and branding. She's a specialist. It's the third time on the show. So, you know, I'm bringing her back. going to have her four five times on the show. Be right back with more money-making conversations. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Rashawn McDonald, back with more Money Making Conversations. Welcome to the show. The show is created to get provide you with information so you can win in your personal life and in your business life. That's what Money Making Conversations is all about. On the show today, right now, on hold, I'm about to bring it back up, is the CEO of Be Your Own Brand. That's BYOB, Sheila Coates. Sheila, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. I was laughing to myself because you could tell I'm passionate about branding and marketing. I was like, Sheila, just slow down. No, slow no, down. no, no, no. Because see, the, the, a lot of people, it's not so much you, you know, you don't need to slow down. People, it's energy that gets you there. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, I, I've, I've, you know, I've changed my tone on the show. I used to be moving at 100 miles an hour because I was afraid that people wouldn't get what I was trying to say or wouldn't understand my commitment. And a lot of people confuse. And I'm just letting you know what you're saying is fantastic. Just trust yourself. And that's what I'm doing with myself. I'm starting to trust myself more on the radio and when I talk to people because, you know, you want people to react to you when you speak. And mm -hmm. then some people just stare at you. And then you're like, you know, Okay, did you hear what I just said? You know, if you go around the corner, there's opportunity. And a lot of people just will slowly walk around the corner because they don't question you. And so when I hear that passion in your voice, it's, it's just you just letting everybody know there's opportunity over them their heels. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, and that you can do anything <laughs> when you understand how powerful you are right. and what you bring to the table. I mean, you know, you know my journey. I was a, an executive right. in the music business for years, right. you know, got to the level of CMO uh -huh. and I chose to quit. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say there's been days I'm like, what did you do? Absolutely. But when you know that I didn't brand myself and didn't put my flyness, so to speak, on being an industry executive, right. then I realized I can do this for myself. I can do this with others. If I was able to brand celebrities, 
I can definitely brand individuals. I right. can go into corporations right. because who I am is who I am. Right. It wasn't based on what I was doing. Now, with that being said, these webinars that you do, which allows people to communicate with you, please explain why you started them, how one can be involved with them, and um, it's your floor. Because, see, the first break was kind of like my break. You know, <laughs> I have it. Was, I, asked, I asked you not one question that you sent me. It was all about Rashawn. Because Rashawn, uh, you know, this, you know, I know that. You know, so because see, I have a different insight on your on, on what people want to say and hear, and you have a talent that sometimes I want to dig a little deeper. Now, this break is still equally important because you know it's about why is personal branding important, which leads to your webinars, correct? Yes, yes, and I'm just starting the webinars for individuals. I do webinars for corporate America because a lot of the time they have e-learning. A lot of corporations have. Um, universities and they allow their employees right. to be able to do learning and training on their own mm -hmm. but my thought was how does the average person when I say average don't take that as less than but the regular person the entrepreneur the person who's trying to pick college classes how do they understand their uniqueness how does right. an entrepreneur who's launching a business but there's 20 businesses like theirs find what makes them unique so that's how I started doing the individual webinars. And so we are launching one that's a generic one. When I say generic, meaning that you can, no matter if you're an entrepreneur, or a college student, uh, a, a customer service rep, work at a company, you will walk away with an understanding of your uniqueness and the power it takes to be a brand. And that's called Everybody's a Brand. And for Rochelle McDonald, because your audience and you have been so good to me, and this is my third time, then we are going to do it if you sign up today or before the 27th, you get it at a discount. Uh, so if you go to the webinar now, or my website right now, which is byobunlimited.com, byobunlimited.com, you'll see a a button up there for a webinar. But the webinar is really to get you to understand how to speak volumes without saying a word. Now, here's because the important thing. Really here's, here's the important thing. I need a banner from you because now Money Making Conversation has its own Facebook page. We have 26,000 followers on our Facebook page. And we, have a, and we have a Twitter account. So please send me your banner, and I will post it today. Uh, Dale Henderson, he, he's the exec on the, uh, that handles the social media on the Money Making Conversation page. And so please send that today because I know that seeing it here is only one spot. To get the word mm -hmm. out, you have to have several locations where you need to communicate the value of what you're trying to bring to the table. And that's all I'm just telling people that the, this platform was created for you. This platform was created to be able to give you an opportunity to market and to brand your vision. So yeah. she has an idea that she's created. I'm just letting you know is that this is what people, the major mistake that people make. There are certain platforms that you can go to because they have millions of people streaming and all these things. That is not this platform right now. I want to mm -hmm. get to that platform. Now, so that means that when she says it here, I got to put it elsewhere, several different locations, so I can start catching eyeballs to generate the traffic that she wants. She's promoting it on my show, but she's also promoting it in other avenues. And that's why it's important that I say that to anybody because, see, what happens is people, everybody uses the word, they want a viral video. You know, that's the big that's the big craze. Now, that's why you see people jumping into baseball games and running around on the field because they want that video 
and they're going to take that video and post it on their personal social media so they can go viral. Or you see people be stopping traffic and playing ping pong right at the red light. They're trying to create <laughs> viral videos. I don't know what that means because of the fact that the traction you're trying to create, other than you just being stupid for that moment, what we're trying to do over here is a professional platform where you can gain information and exposure. And that's all she's trying to do with these webinars that are one-on-one in a sense that they are personal and not corporate. Is that correct? Exactly. They're one-on-one webinars so that you can get personalized information and walk away. My thing is, I don't want to hear something and still don't know what to do after I heard it. Mm -hmm. I promise you, Mm -hmm. when you hear this, you will have immediately... Learn something to impact your life right then. If you're gonna you're gonna be able to go. Mm, okay, I get it. Now, right after that call, I can do X, Y, and Z in my business, in my career, in my personal life. That's going to change my uniqueness and help me understand my competitive edge. And the other thing that I like to say about conversations like this is that I don't understand why people don't jump on the phone <laughs> because you're getting free information. Like if somebody asks me something right now. I'm going to share that with them. If right. they ask with you, you're going to share with them. Like, you can't pay me to do this. and or can, I can't do this for free anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, so if you're listening, mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're not asking questions. You know, I do know that it takes a minute for you to grasp your thoughts. But if I'm an entrepreneur, if I'm somebody trying to find out what's my competitive edge, if I'm a college student and I'm not sure exactly what lane I should go in or how to project myself, I will be on the phone money-making conversation. Well, I thank you for that, that marketing because when they come over to me, guess what? I'm going to start branding my behind off because that's what this is all about. And I really, you know, the thing about it, when you try to create change, because it was really interesting, you you know, like I said, you know, I've had many shades of my life, you know, my degree is in mathematics. I worked for IBM. I left IBM to be a stand-up comic. Then I became a, a, a touring comedian, very successful, did Def Comedy Jam, opened a comedy club, started writing television, writing television shows, eventually managed Steve Harvey, and that took me to a whole different stratosphere. And like when you are a CMO, when I made the decision and uh, to, to start building my, my brand, that's a difficult transition because mm-hmm. you have to figure out who you are. That's really the key element because yeah. I spent 16 years managing Steve and building his brand to a tremendous global perspective. But along the way, who is Rashawn McDonald? And so oh. this whole year, I've spent time trying to figure out who Rashawn McDonald is so I can convey the message and so I can be consistent. And that's what this show is all about. That's why I bring you on the show, because you truly understand who you are. Rashawn McDonald, I have to honestly say, is still seeking that journey. And that journey is a powerful journey because along the way, I'm going to give you information. I'm going to give you opportunity to speak to people that you would normally speak to for free. Like you're speaking to her right now for free. That's all she's saying. If you if you see her in a room, she's been paid to do that. Exactly. And that's why exactly. and that's the blessing of this opportunity. When I give out the number to call money making conversation, I remember this guy called one time. It was so funny. And he said, he said, Are you for real? I said, huh? He said, Are you for real? I said, What do you mean? He said, I can't believe you on the radio talking like this. <laughs> He said, you like the, 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 the black Moses because you leading us in the direction nobody's ever led us before. And that's basically what you're saying right now. Rashawn McDonald is doing a unique opportunity. And if you don't take advantage of that unique opportunity, somebody else is going to charge it. And I can assure you they will not get the information that I'm giving to you every Monday on Money Making Conversations. 
it will not happen. And it's, it's so funny that you have been given that title of, uh, or that banner of Moses. When I was in the music business, a couple of the people who used to work with me started calling me Mama Moses. And I really, <laughs> you know, like, Sheila, every time we turn around, you're trying to take the people over to the other side. You're trying to help the artists get over here. You're trying to help your staff mm -hmm. get more money. And I say that to say because when that's really who you are, mm -hmm. even though you might fight that sometimes, mm -hmm. it's who you are. Mm -hmm. You, if you like helping people, and I and like you, when you were doing the thing with Steve, it was helping yes. somebody. Yes. You felt good yes. in helping somebody get to the platform. When I was in the industry, all I looked at it as, I'm helping an artist attain their dream. Mm -hmm. I'm helping some young person who works on my team attain what they want to do. So when I do this, mm -hmm. it's really just an extension of who I am. That's what I'm saying. When you understand who you are and why you do it, some days I don't even like it. Some days right. I'll be mad. I'm like, why do I even want to help somebody? Why? It's because it's who I am. Two and things. I, I, Two things before we get out of here now. I need okay. that website one more time. Yes, sir. Let's give it, it a website one more time. www.byob. That doesn't stand for bring your own booze. That's be your own <laughs> brand. Unlimited. Dot com byobunlimited.com you can go to that page i'd love to get some feedback if you if even if you don't sign up for the webinar mm -hmm. you can contact me there's mm -hmm. a contact page mm -hmm. there's a webinar sign up mm -hmm. sheet but again it's byobunlimited.com and all of my social media icons are on there mm -hmm. so i'd love for people to just join me on my love instagram or it. on my facebook love page if you get a minute okay other thing today will i be would i get a banner from you Oh, you're going to have it before you get off the air. That's all I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> my, the whole purpose of money-making conversation is spread the word of opportunity through entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurship doesn't mean business. It means life. It means taking your brand and, and marketing it to another level. So everybody's aware of who you are when you walk in the room. Sheila Coates, as usual, you've been fantastic. Uh, thank you. Uh, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations. Uh, again, When I I'm proudly will be posting today on Money Making Conversations on our Facebook page. Like I said, we have 26,000 followers on Money Making Conversations. Let's keep making it happen, ladies and gentlemen. And we also have a Twitter account with over 5,000 followers. So we're building this brand together. Coming up next, the executive producer of Black Love, Cody Oliver. Welcome back to Money Making Conversation. This is your host, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversation is a show that provides you with career information on how you can be successful in your business and in your personal life. If you want to talk to us today, please call 832-230-5592. That's 832-230-5592. My next guest is a graduate, a proud graduate of Howard University. After she held many jobs, and one of them was working in feature film development at Fox Searchlight Pictures. She is now the executive producer of the highly successful documentary on OWN Network. That's Oprah's network. It's called Black Love. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Cody Elaine Oliver. How you doing, Cody? I'm great. Hi, Rashawn. Was that intro? Was that intro big enough for you? Because you know you're, you're was, a rising star. Big. You're a rising star. I gotta make sure I I, I keep you rising. Keep you rising. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, and you got it. I am definitely a very proud graduate of Howard University. 
I know. It, it, it's, it's interesting. It's so many people. Just get you know. It's so many people in the industry. You know, I've been in the industry mm-hmm. over twenty years in LA, mm-hmm. and they come out of that Howard University camp. What's what's going yeah. on there? Do they focus on entertainment? What what? Tell me a little bit about that. The, the you why know, you went to Howard, say, and yeah. what what what? How did it help you be successful to this point in your life from Howard University? So to be perfectly honest, Howard University was home to me. I mean, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas, but my whole family went to Howard. Mm. And so growing up, I spent a lot of time in D.C. I spent a lot of time at Howard. I certainly had a choice Mm because my sister went to Hampton. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you have to go to Howard. Mm -hmm. But for me, it just always felt like home. Mm -hmm. So I would say that was a big part of why I went there, in addition to the fact that I had gone to predominantly white schools my whole life. Mm -hmm. And so for Mm -hmm. me, it was like, I need this. I need to be with black people. That was important to me um, at that time in my life. Mm -hmm. And and then I would say as far as successful people coming from Howard, um, besides Howard choosing the best and the brightest, of course, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I would say that Howard really builds us up to be strong individuals and specifically strong black people to be confident in what we're doing. And so when you go into whatever profession that is, whether that's entertainment or teaching or, Mm -hmm. or business, um, there's just a mindset of, of being really comfortable with who you are right. and and what's important to you, what right. messages are important to you, mm-hmm. and, and you bring that into whatever you're doing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Before we go any further, you know, I, I got into the how conversation because on my uh-huh. show, I'll just become engaged with my interviews real quick. Please yeah. explain to everybody exactly what the documentary of Black sure. Love is, and then sure. we're going to go in more detail. Absolutely. So Black Love is a four-part docu-series that aired on OWN um, throughout September. Um, It's still on the app and the website if you want to catch it. Um, And Black Love was, for my husband and I, we we did it together. Um, It was interviewing black couples on what it takes to make a marriage work for the long haul. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no secret. We knew that. Mm -hmm. um, But we wanted to have that conversation, number one, because... We needed it. I grew up uh, the child of divorced parents. Tommy mm-hmm. grew up without his parents being married. Mm. And so we didn't see those relationships in our household. Here we are, two married people, trying to figure out what that means. Like, right. what does that look like every day? Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, um, I think a lot of us are growing up that way for various reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, the data says that over 70% of black children are growing up in single-parent homes. And mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean they don't know their mother and their father. It just means they're not married. They're not in the same household. Mm-hmm. And so when you set out and you try to build a life with somebody and you don't really know how to do that, right. um, it's really hard. It's already hard to be married. Mm-hmm. But take the fact that mm-hmm. there's no rule book, there's no um, there's no no plan, no no mentors for right. And plus, you had then, no you had no example of that. That's what you're saying. Exactly, you and your exactly. husband had no example yeah. of this. Looking at a, 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 a you know two parent household because it never yeah. existed for you. Right. And so we knew that we weren't alone. We knew that more people would want to hear that conversation. And also, no matter what stage of a relationship you're in, I think it's as in whether you're single. Um, as they say, single as a dollar bill or whether you're <laughs> engaged or wherever you are, right. 20 years in, right. it helps to see other people going through things and going, oh, okay, I could deal with that. Or, hey, that's like my personality. I can see, you know, how I can be difficult at times. And okay. so our hope was that each of us as black people could see ourselves in it. Okay, let's, let's go to the business side of this conversation. Because uh-huh. sure. a lot of people got good ideas. This is a good mm-hmm. idea, correct, Cody? Yeah. This is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you sat around and you you told yeah. other people about this good idea. 
right? Yeah. And they kind of looked at yeah. you like you was crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. how does a good idea that some people have told you, you know, I'll get back with you, but you weren't waiting yeah. on You got tired of waiting on to get back with you. For sure, for sure. How did you take it to the next stage? Because that's what people want to hear. This is this this is this Hollywood story that nobody mm-hmm. they just see the final results, and they yep. also don't know that sometimes it takes years to get yes, it from it the does. idea to this point. Correct? Yes, it does. So I would say that the first thing is just move, keep moving. Don't wait on anybody. Mm-hmm. So there's that, mm-hmm. and that's no matter what it is you're doing, TV or building a business or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I would say that was hard for me. I just want to be completely transparent. That was hard for me. You know, you don't make money from an idea. You mm-hmm. don't make money building an idea. You don't make money until sometimes ever. But you don't. You don't. It doesn't turn results until much later down the line. So yeah, I'm working at Fox Searchlight. I'm working at other places. I, I have income. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to stop what I'm doing to build this thing that won't yield results for a while. Um, so it did take a push, um, definitely from my husband mm-hmm. when we met, to to really move things along because this is an idea I had for a long time. So well, my right advice, there, anybody, idea you mm-hmm. had for a long time. It was. How yep. did it come about? Yeah. So around 2007, the media was portraying this black marriage crisis. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh huh. She said 2007, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Ten years. It ago. aired on on network Last in September. Month. Okay, mm-hmm. just let you guys yep. know that a lot of people think these journeys happen overnight. Yep. They don't understand that there's a lot of tears, there's a lot of frustration, there's a lot of setbacks. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you kick off the vision, it's just an idea that you're yep. pitching. Continue with the story. Yep. It happened 2007, 10 years yes, ago. Yes, it did. That's when it came to me. And I, um, with, with the media portraying this black marriage crisis, it felt very, as a single woman, it felt like a dire situation. It felt like the odds were against us. The divorce rate is high. The media is telling me black people can't stay married, be married. They're getting married later in life, if at all, than other ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And as, right after that, the Obamas were elected into office. <laughs> and everyone's going, oh, that's black love. This is beautiful. They're amazing. They're so connected and right. perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're looking at these people like, and they're amazing. Right. But we need more than just that one example. Right. So I knew at that time I wanted to create a place where black love stories live. And the first thing that I did then was I went, um, and because remember, my parents are divorced. I mean, right. most of them, well, that doesn't <laughs> automatically mean this, but most of their friends were divorced. Like, right. I didn't really have examples to go to and say, can I tell your story? Right. So I had to find couples that would share their stories with me. And so I went on a little trip um, back then to collect some stories, talk to people, see what people would share with me. Um, and at that time, my idea was a coffee table book. It wasn't even a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had to evolve. And now, so but I did let me that. ask you this. The, uh-huh. the evolution, like right now, the yeah, couple has yeah. to be married at least 10 years, correct? Yes. So, yes. so you, That was always you, the case. That was they always the together. case. They had to be together at least 10 years because we wanted them to have experiences to draw on. They didn't have to be married that long, but they had to be together at least that amount of time. So we're really talking about what they've gone through to get where they are. So, so the so the the news story, then the Obama mm-hmm. election, and you have yep. this perfect African American couple sitting in the White House mm-hmm. that inspired you to say, you know, some this story is not is is normal, and we should make yeah. it normal. Yeah. We should not yep. make it unique. And yep. when you go, when you went out there, now, now, mm-hmm. now we, now we moved. Let me, I'm gonna ask you this question: Do you have an agent right now? 
I don't, but my husband does, in full disclosure. So that was very helpful. Uh, very helpful because yeah, a lot However, of people. Because you know that this? really helps. I, I'm just asking people. I'm just using your platform because yeah. hopefully you 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 come on my show many many times because yeah. I want to be able to let your story be told and your brand yeah. and you're gonna have other great projects because guess what yeah. this project was a, is a hit if you yeah. if you google this is black love <laughs> it's gonna say hit yeah it's gonna yeah. say high ratings on the own network so yeah she may have four but four more comments somewhere else she might do them in <laughs> four she might do them in yeah. tens but more yeah. more love is coming to her from a financial it definitely end. Is. and yeah. that's and a lot of times a lot of people think they need an agent it's really boils down to who you know in her situation yeah, well, can i say something too yes ma'am so I, we actually put the whole thing together. We did all of the work without the agency. The, the, the agency came into play when it was time to pitch. There you and, go. And really not even pitch. We actually shot and edited the first episode. We shot all the interviews, and we edited a full first episode. And then we did a treatment for the rest. So any network that was looking at that knew exactly what it was. We had put it together. There was really no questions. You, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? It was very thorough. Mm-hmm. Um, so the agency came into play when it was like, hey, this is what we have. Can y'all open the doors? Can y'all send this to your network, um, your various networks, um, and and we'll see who wants it. So I, I, I think that's really important for your audience because, like I said, just do the work. Right. Do the work. Make it thorough. Leave no questions unanswered before they're even asked. You have to think of what those questions are going to be, and you answer them in your proposal or whatever it is for your business, right. and then let people say yay or nay. I love it. You said a lot of things. Proposal, you said business plan, yeah. even creatively, even in the yeah. m- film and TV business, there has to be mm-hmm. a plan. And I love the fact that you understand that and you're willing to share that with my listeners and my and the people who watch on my Facebook page and also the, it replays on iHeartRadio podcast okay. under business mm-hmm. finance. And the great thing about this is that I, if you don't mind, I want to bring you back into the next break so we can talk. I'm sure. on the phone with sure. uh, Cody Oliver. She's the executive producer of the hit TV show on their own network. I'm going to keep saying it for you, Cody. The hit Black Love. She'll be right back. If you want to call, 832-230-5592. We're going to find out more about what type of couples is she looking for. Is she focused on celebrities? Okay, what makes all these stories unique? Why would I get tired of looking at black love? She's going to tell us why you won't get tired and why black love will run forever. Because Cody likes making money. Cool. Welcome back to Money Making Conversation. This is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversation. It's a show that provides you with information on how you can win in your business and personal life. On the show, on the phone right now, I have the executive producer. I want to say director too. Director too. Can I add that title yep. to you, Cody? Correct. Correct. She's the yep. executive producer and director of the hit TV show on OWN called Black Love. Ten years ago, she came up with this idea in 2007, and it aired on OWN. In the month of September, it was four episodes. It's called a documentary. And it's mm-hmm. about black love from a, from just everyday perspective. She wants mm-hmm. to make sure that everybody understands, not just in it's not it's that they that the Obama couple that was out there was not unique. There are a lot of mm-hmm. people dealing with these same issues and and surviving and the relationship had to be together for at least ten years. They didn't have to be married for 10 years, but they had to be together for at least 10 years. So with that being said, what is the uh, moving forward? You have celebrities like, you know, Grant and Tamia. And uh-huh. 
was that the goal to go with celebrities just to get on TV or what's the future of black love? Sure. So just like the four episodes that you saw, we're going to continue combining, you know, celebrities and everyday people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was important for a couple of reasons. Right. I would say the, the most important reason is that seeing these people who have a lot of money and have a lot of success and hearing them talk about their relationships, hearing them talk about how they met and realizing mm-hmm. that we're all the same. Right. <laughs> I think was really important for for our community. For they just got two they just got two toothpastes instead of just one. They say got the yeah. same problem. Got the same problem. Yeah, exactly. Um and, and also that, you know, for business, for for television business, you have to have celebrities. So at the end of the day, it was both a an important part of our show and the content of our show, but it was a necessary part of the business. And that's what this show is about. I wanted to be clear about that. Okay, let's talk about this now. How mm-hmm. was you? Because I'm going to just talk real now. Uh-huh. How do you know these famous people, Cody? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How do you get access to famous people, sure. Cody? Yeah. So I'll say two things. Everybody, everyone that you saw in season one, Yes, ma'am. Because, uh, you know, we're working on season two. But everyone you saw, they did those interviews without own. Nobody knew. We didn't know. We didn't that's have what I'm that. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling everybody they, know. This is, this they a, this, did that this for is, the This community. is hustle magnificent, correct? <laughs> it, it's, I, I, I will talk about the hustle, but I do want to give them all credit right. for, for doing this for us. They right. all felt like black people. We Need needed to, to see it. Right. So they said, cool, I'll sit down. I'll share my story. Um, so there's that. How did we know them? <laughs> so we didn't know all of them. Right. Um, we, I was, I'm trying to think back. We, we know Tia and Corey. We've known them for a long time. Right. Actually, my husband and I knew them individually before we got married. Right. So that was just an easy ask. They said yes, and we had a great time. First of all, let me just um, tell you, those, uh, those two people right there are amazing. They the, are. The most are. nice, the, the, you, you, you almost like want to, you know, they, they're such a good couple. You almost want to like mm-hmm. a punch them. You know, <laughs> they look good, yeah. and and then yeah. they love each other for real. You almost like and yeah, they're successful. They you know, she can she sings like she talks. You know, she just she just starts. <laughs> she can sing about cereal. You go, is that a hit song she's singing over there, or is it yeah. just Cheerio? She serving to the kids. Yeah, and that 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 right there. You started out with the with the perfect couple of yeah. of niceness. They're pretty great, absolutely. And and so here's another one. So Viola and Julius, Woo! my husband. My husband met them in a parking garage. Right. Like, we did not know them. Right. He he met them in a parking garage, came up to them, and, you know, started talking. They were very polite. Obviously, Julius is a Texan, so we have that working in our favor. Um, and, a and, real, and, a real, and a real person, too. He okay. is. He is. And they both are. I yes, mean, really. Are. Yes, I have a long so, conversation with Julius, and uh, he's going to change the world, him and his wife, absolutely. in the production Eric. business. Yeah, absolutely. And so they were, they exchanged contact information long before the Black Love conversation happened. And then when, when it came up, my husband reached out and it still took months to schedule. But the point is, he reached out once we had something to say. Yes, it ma'am. wasn't, hey, I met you in a garage. Let's stay in touch. <laughs> no, he waited, you know, a year from mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. to say, hey, let's, would you guys want to do this? And they said yes right away. Um, and then it was literally like friends of friends after that. I mean, Erica and Warren Campbell, um, we had a friend introduce us to them. Um, uh, Chris Spencer, the comedian and creator of Real Husbands of Hollywood, his, he that. and his wife, Vanessa, Long time a friend, friend. introduced Long time us friend. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, he's wonderful. They're both great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was friends of friends. You know, we are in L.A., we are in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband produced The Perfect Guy a couple years ago with Sanaa Lathan, Morris Chestnut, and Michael Ely. 
So there are relationships that we do have. Yeah, you know, um, you gonna throw but, out them big names now, you know. That's <laughs> well, all right, but you gotta have big names to get names. <laughs> That's how you got Megan good, correct? Uh, let me think. How did we get Megan? Um, I think so. I think yeah, through that through her. the through the studio relationship. No, it wasn't through the studio oh. relationship. He knew her. I think that they she had auditioned for something near the time. You go. Oh, that's there right. You go. That's what it was. A film that we did, she had auditioned for it, and the timing didn't work out, but they stayed in touch. And awesome. so, yeah, awesome. they were quick to, to jump on that as well. That's awesome. So, tell us about the future of it, because I'm going to ask sure. you to tell me upcoming relationships that you have. You can tell me those. I can. I mean, Owen did a press release, so um, I can drop names. Drop names, girl. Uh, we have Grant and Tamia coming up. We have uh, Tina Knowles and Richard Lawson. Great couple. Um, we have, I know they're, they're amazing. And that, that couple was really important to me because when I started this project, it was somewhat about me and my friends and what we see, but it was also my mom, you know, my parents were divorced. My mom had not, has not remarried. And I wanted her to see when Tina Knowles remarried at 60, I was like, I have to interview them Mm -hmm. because I need, I want my mother and other women and, and men, you know, on their trying to get on their second marriage, you know, trying to bounce back from divorce. I want them to feel that same hope and excitement. Well, you know, about a lot it. of people just give up at a certain age. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that's important because I, I always tell people, you know, people my age, I look at them and go, what age are you? <laughs> Me and you the same age. No, 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 no. You really need to go talk to somebody because you're unhealthy. Yeah. You're really unhealthy. Yeah. And I think that when oh, you, no. I would tell people, and some people run away from getting old. I don't yeah. because I feel you have yeah. to accomplish things to get old. And and this project that you have, I'm glad you're including people from various age groups because it's important. Absolutely. And so obviously for those, we make exceptions to the 10 years because people on their second marriage, our observation, like we've interviewed over 80 couples just to be clear. And some of them are in their 20s and some of them are in their 80s and everything in between. Right. And people on their second marriage (laughs) seem to have a lot of perspective. Right. Um. And, and and so once you're there, you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're getting yourself into. Right. So our couples that are on their second marriage, I think some of them have been married, you know, four years. Some of them have been married, you know, 10 or 20. Right. But um, we had, we made some exceptions, obviously, for people like Tina and Richard. Well, the um, thing about it is that I the thing about it because you get into the <laughs> blended family. Oh, conversation yeah, absolutely when you start mm-hmm. talking about you know remarriages and things yes. like that because which was that's something a, that was really important to me um, right as a, like i said right and that's really um, really 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 important and things like that mm-hmm. so so you have this fantastic project you obviously have a fantastic mm-hmm. husband that means that your future in this <laughs> business is black love just one of the projects what's the next project that you have on the horizon or you just focused on black love right now um, I am extremely focused on Black Love in part because as director, it, it takes every day of me, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially with editing. We're editing season two every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a few other projects in the pipeline, some of them together, some of them not together. Absolutely. Um, so we, uh, uh, let me see, I'm trying to figure out what I can say. Um, but <laughs> don't, don't, don't pressure but yourself. Have, the beauty yeah. I like about it is that there are so many powerful you know uh husband and wife african-american production teams in hollywood that's that's a tremendous growing trend wouldn't you agree yeah absolutely and we talked to some of those couples hopefully we get them to sit down dondre whitfield and sally um richardson you know they both work on queen sugar and she's directing a lot hopefully we'll get them to sit down they've 
Mm -hmm. They've said yes. It's just all scheduling, you know. So, so to your point earlier, this can go on for a long time. And I've had a lot of amazing couples. First of all, all over the country. Your idea was ten years ago. Now yeah. it's like it's on a uh, launching pad to tremendous success. I love the fact you're the HBCU person because of the mm-hmm. fact that your whole family supported that brand and, ble- yeah. and show evidence that if you send your child to that type of educational facility, it does not yeah. diminish your opportunities in life. And that's what a lot of Correct. people will say. You go yep. there, nobody's going to hire you. Or they might not say it that way, but they, they, the, the, oh, the general thought is if you go to a wider mm-hmm. institution of higher learning that you will get more opportunities than going to an HBCU school of educational opportunity. You're a prime example that that's a lie, and you should Mm -hmm. continue to build your brand. Uh, In closing, I want to say this. Please uh, uh, have my PR firm send me some links so I can Mm -hmm. drive people on my Money Making Conversation Facebook page. We have over 26,000 followers on that alone, and we want to post it today. And let people know about you. your 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 platform. And when you and when the sh- when the new series premieres, please let me let me know. I bring you back on the show. If you don't have time, just send us a link and we'll promote. This is about supporting will. supporting people like you who have a brand that started from scratch. And and and, and the endless possible ten years from now, you know, we may be sitting on there and we might be the next Oprah young lady. <laughs> and I wish you all the luck in the world with your uh, and fantastic husband and do it together. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rashawn. I appreciate it. This has been Cody Oliver. She is the director and executive producer of Black Love, the hit TV series on OWN. And she just told you it's been picked up for more shows. So keep listening. And if you go to Money Making Conversation Facebook page today, we'll have links so you can see the shows and some promos and highlights and gain and become a fan of Cody Oliver. She's the next big star, y'all. I'll be back with more information. Rashawn McDonald, Money Making Conversation. Life is good. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host. Money Making Conversation is a show that provides you with information on how to be successful in your life and in your business. If you want to talk to us, the number is always available, 832-230-5592. My next guest, she's on the line. I like people who call on time because that means they want to talk to me. My next guest is Chief of Staff at War, which is a media LLC company. And she's often called a social media guru and is the co-founder of Hashtag Social Work, a social media training platform for indie artists, managers, and industry professionals. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Satori Ananda. Hello. How you doing? Did I say your name correctly? You did. You did. Thank you. I, I got to get it right because my name is Rashawn McDonald. And so... You know, people call the show. They say Russian, and I gotta, I kind of like gotta let it slide sometimes because I just want to just blow them out the water. Go, hey, my name is Sean. You know, but I am respectful because I always tell people, your job in life is to get people to say your name right, and they say it right, that means your brand and your marketing is working. So you're a social media guru. Why do they give you that title, or who gave you that title? And, <laughs> Because that's that's a powerful title. That's a lot of responsibility to come with a title like that, Satori. It it is, and uh, I've been called that many times by uh-huh. a bunch of clients, uh-huh. different friends, and uh, people online. And I guess it's uh, number one. I find it to be so interesting the way social media marketing has taken the psychological effects of social media, and you know, for the past. Five or six years, I've just made it my business to understand how we interact online 
through our personal lives and our professional lives. And I guess that is what has resulted in me being a guru, as they say. Because you're a guru because guess what? Like you said, you didn't just jump into it because a lot of people have just jumped into it. Right. And then they think just posting is the, just the key. They have all the information of what you're supposed to do, but don't have the resume of what you should do. And you have the resume of what you should do because you have respected people who have called on you, celebrities, business, individuals who called on your services, correct? That's right. Erica Badu. You did her social, social media. media? I'm sorry? Erica Badu is one of your clients, correct? Well, not for social media. I actually started with her um, in... At BWR? planning. Yeah, yeah, at the Black Forest Theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let, yeah, me ask so. you, let me ask you this about your, your whole career. When, you, when we start sure. talking about being a guru, uh, talking about, you know, branding yourself and making yourself... Uh, uh, there's, a, there's a price line that you have to charge people for your services, correct? This is right. Okay, how did, you, how did you develop that? Because I want people to understand that, you know, I'm going to tell you something about me. Um, my wife always tells me, you, under, you underprice yourself. You, you should charge them more. And I just tell them, look, I'm just trying to get the business right now. Because once I get the business, then I can have a resume. And when I have a resume, then I can charge people more. Is that the correct philosophy to have? I, I Yes, that is the way that it generally works in almost any business. As when you're first starting out and you don't have as much of a clientele or experience that may be valuable to somebody who's willing to pay for you, that doesn't mean that you're not an expert at it, an expert at it, but they want to see the experience and the proven work. So your first, you know, times that you're charging for things have to, to your experience. And as you grow in your field and as you become more experienced and have more of a resume, as you say, then your price can increase because your value increases. Right. Not only are you doing the work, but your brand name is some that somebody they want to be associated with. You know, I have a lot of people that take pride in saying that they're one of my clients. Oh, I work with Satori. Satori does this for me. Oh, yeah, Satori handles, you know, this part of my business or that part of my business. Mm-hmm. So my name itself also has value for them, not just the service that I provide. So I'm able to charge according to the value. Okay, cool. Now, let me ask you this. Now, if somebody came to you, do you have a rate sheet or it's based on the conversation? It's based on the conversation, but there is a rate sheet that exists somewhere to start. Because if you don't know where you're starting, you're going to, you know, number one, outbid yourself because you're charging too high Mm -hmm. and it doesn't match up with the industry prices that you're Mm -hmm. in, or you're going to underbid yourself. So you do need to have a price sheet for yourself, but I don't pass out price sheets. To clients, uh, we always have a conversation first. Right. I find out what their needs are, and a lot of um, social media clients' needs are very individual, depending on what their goals are. So once we determine the goals, and you know what is it that they're actually going to want from me, and what can I do for them, right. then we work on different prices depending on that. Okay. With that being said, let me ask you this question about social media. And uh, believe me, all the questions I'm asking is just to give people information so they can understand your brand and also hopefully contact you and maybe get some additional customers because we all want more customers. That's the bottom line. This is the truth. We we want to be busy, 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 busy. Now, the interesting. What is the worst thing or most 
that, that I, I shouldn't say the worst thing. That, what is the most? Because um, people, you know, they, they see these celebrities, you know, 40 million, 10 million, you know, you know, all these numbers out there. Does that give people a false sense of how fast or how quickly they can grow in social media? Yeah, it, it, it does sometimes. So, number one, we want to compare ourselves to the top of the line all of the time. Whenever that isn't where you are, um, one of my business partners always says you have to shoot from where you stand. Smart. So, you're not, you're not going to get 40 million listeners when you have a clientele base of 40 or reach a 400. Mm-hmm. You know, those are these are artists that have entire machines behind them. Mm-hmm. They have advertising dollars that the average entrepreneur or small business owner could never match. Right. And um, a lot of the numbers are sometimes inflated as well. Mm-hmm. So you're, a lot of people are comparing their real-life numbers to inflated information as well. But the most important thing is if you're a business and you're trying to reach people on social media, you you want to reach people who are really going to be interested in your business. It's not so much about the number of people, but the quality of people that are responding. And Engagement. That's the key, right? Engagement. Yeah, it's okay, the cool. most important thing. Yeah, because that, that's that's the number one thing is the engagement. If you post in a picture, and that's what I was just talking about earlier when I was on the phone with uh, Sheila Coach, we was just talking about marketing and branding, is that a lot of people just got there doing silly stuff, posting videos. They get engagement, but it has nothing to do with their brand. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really crazy. And I also bring up a point that I've told people about, you know, I've managed Steve Harvey for 15 years. So I know that okay. when you're in that talent pool is that people will like you if you they like your jokes. They'll like you or follow you if they like your song. They'll like you or follow you if they like your your movie you're in or your television series. So that's know that that's, that's very significant in understanding their popularity in the social media world. When you when you're an individual, that's when the whole who you are and who you talking to comes into play and in the engagement, correct? Exactly right. You know, you want to have the people who are interested in what you're doing and possibly could turn into customers, clients or an audience that matters. You can have a video that has a whole bunch of likes and whatever it was, the feeling that the video gave them, encouraged them to like it. But right. if there's no return in the investment, it doesn't really benefit you in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. You want to, if you're if you're a hairstylist, for instance, and you're using social media to post some of your client results, you are more interested in people in your surrounding area right. being engaged in your posts than just overall people being excited about what they see. Your your goals would be specific to your market area. So you may have less um, likes and views than, you know, somebody else. But if those people are in your area and could become potential clients, that's much more important. Cool. Now, my next question is you. You said it earlier. A lot of people, you get a lot of your, 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 your business or some of your business from people word of mouth. You know, she's awesome. Yeah. If you're trying to get into social media, somebody want to build your brand, she's the one to turn to. Do you market yourself? Do you go out and, and if you market yourself, what lanes do you use for market other than social media? Or is all social media? No, not, definitely not at all. There is no campaign that is successful with media only, ever. That's uh, People have turned to that, and that's a lazy marketing plan. You still have re- re- to have... Re- 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 repeat that one more time. <laughs> Come on, repeat that only, one more time now. 
I'm only doing social media. That's a lazy marketing plan. It takes much more than just social media. Why is it a lazy marketing plan? Because people are just posting and thinking that's enough. They're not actually trying to go out and still do physical marketing, guerrilla marketing, mm-hmm. uh, appearances, mm-hmm. you know, being present in places that your industry, other professionals are. You, it, a marketing plan is a multi-tiered uh, process and social media marketing. Social media marketing is only one part of your overall marketing. And uh, for myself, that's the truth too. Social media marketing is is a large part of what I do. Right. But in addition, I am on panels. Mm-hmm. I go to events. I right. meet other people. I pass out my business card. Right. Mm-hmm. I get email addresses. I would say my email list is my most important marketing right. for myself and my business. That's that's so so a lot of people they just jump on it because it's free in a sense it is free yeah. but you know you can't boost and give you a f- further right. reach but sometimes when you're reaching you don't know who you're reaching so that that five or ten or fifteen dollars that you could pay to get anywhere from two to additional ten thousand people depending on how many people have liked your page or if you don't have enough people liking your page that means you extend it beyond your your friends and family likes right and that's that's really important when we're talking like this because of the fact that here you are an expert in it you're 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 social media guru you're telling people don't just define your whole business or your entertainment career or your personal lifestyle that you're trying to brand and market on just social media because everybody that's that's the wave what is the future of social media then what is the future then are are we overwhelming a system are we are we making a system so generic that it has no value what is the future of social media then uh the future of social media is actually really bright um we're actually changing the way we interact as humans some people um are maybe discouraged by it but we're becoming less and less physically interacting society and We'll see that happening less and less with virtual reality and augmented reality becoming part of social media. For instance, the way people are listening to this program right now, maybe in the past it would have been a radio program or even a podcast, Mm -hmm. but now they're able to participate live through their social media. All TV, anything that we do um, now that's separate from social media, we'll find it to be part of social media original content you can watch your nfl on social media now twitter and Mm -hmm. that's why i tell people it is great for marketing because most small businesses and entrepreneurs could never pay for an advertisement during a football game but social media marketing allows for you to be advertising during that time period when people are watching the most important things to them but we'll see more engagement of virtual reality and augmented reality Mm -hmm. as we move forward and Additionally, I want to add that Mark Zuckerberg has said we will be able to think our statuses onto Facebook in the future. Wow. Now, we have, I'm going to bring you back for one more break. So, because yeah. you felt like you, but you were trying to wrap up on me there, Satori. You know, you know, you know, you had that wrap up voice. You know, like I gotta go, I gotta go. You know, I got things to do, Rashawn. Okay, I'm tired of talking to you. Well, we're gonna be back because I want, I want to know more about your hashtag social work. I also want to know about the the your your, your methodology about, but that's all. Okay. Did I say that correctly? Your plan. Let me just break it down. Your plan. Your plan for success. And. uh it's fantastic. Thank you for calling on my show. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations. 832-230-5592 is the phone call. Fantastic. This is why I've done this is why I'm doing this show. To give you information to win with. 
If you listen to my show, you will learn how to be successful for free. Now, if you talk to the end of these people off my show, they're going to charge you. So you better keep listening. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversations. Money Making Conversations is a show that provides you information on how you can win in business and in your life. I am on the phone right now with the the co-founder of Hashtag Social Work, Satori Ananda. I got it correct again, didn't I? Satori, that's right. Cool. Awesome. Well, good. I want to make sure I brought you back because I want to talk about the actual company itself. We talked about a lot of things. We talk about your vision. We talk about the brand and the whole work. What it actually is social work? We are a social media coaching and training company. We provide classes all over the country when people fly us in and ask us to hold classes for different industry events. Uh, we they fly y'all do- in. They fly y'all in. Yes. Oh, Lord, you big time. You big time. Come on, continue. <laughs> continue with your story. Yes, and uh, we um, hold classes as well locally in Dallas. We do online seminars, and uh, people hire us for one-on-one consultations. And what we tend to do generally is set up a strategy for companies, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and individuals of how to get to their goals of their social media marketing. Who are they trying to reach? How many people are they trying to reach? What is the return for that investment? You know, are they just trying to showcase products? Do they want to showcase their company um, messaging? Right. You know, we, we, we figure that out for them, and we teach them how to do it themselves. I'm not a social media manager, right. which is a whole different type of person. It is really. A, that's, a, that's a different type of person, correct? It is, yes. That's day-to-day so post and all that, correct? And I just yeah. want to slow it down for people when they hear that. You're saying, look, mm-hmm. what you, I, I'm not going to be responsible for posting, you know, two or three posts a day on your Twitter feed or on your Facebook right. feed or your Instagram, Instagram account. That's not what you do, correct? That is not what I do, no. I provide their strategy and help them. Um, also, we create content for companies as well. So let's say that part of their strategy and everyone's strategy should include a, vid- a video component We'll help them create videos and different interactions so that their Instagram stories, their Facebook videos, their Twitter videos are quality content mm-hmm. and keep with, in line with their brand messaging. Let me ask you this. Isn't it important to be consistent with that message? A lot of people want to just I'm, just, I'm just moving to everyday people because sure. everybody wants that viral video. Everybody thinks that <laughs> that's, and that viral video is going to change your life. And that's not the case. What what should people be doing when when you talk about content? What should they be doing? The most important content, and, and again, psychology has a lot to do with social media. We're all on social media for the same reasons. We want to be heard, we want to be expressed, and we want to um, engage with other people. That's from every walk of life, including your personal reasons that you're online all the way to your professional reasons. Right. So your content wants to speak to the human interaction. Mm-hmm. Anything that's funny, anything that um, brings emotion like sadness, unfortunately, and, you know, often even horror, those are the things that people are most attracted to. Mm-hmm. So your content, mm-hmm. it should stay within brand, mm-hmm. but you want to reach the human emotions if you're wanting mm-hmm. the most engagement. So people who um, start videos with, like, long intros or a bunch of words, you're going to lose people before it ever gets to the part you want them to see. How long is it? 60 seconds? What, uh, two minutes? 60 seconds is appropriate for Facebook and um, Instagram. Instagram. But people, we really like 
content or uh, what we tend to call vignettes. Right. So if you can get your information across even shorter, people's attention span is about 30 seconds for the most content viewing. So you got to get in there and you got to start the video off with... You got to scare, make them cry, and then they'll yeah. watch. <laughs> and then they'll watch. Make them laugh. People make them laugh. Make laugh. Them, scare them, make them laugh. And then the cry. All the, all three of those emotions start flying. You got a viral video. You it's, got a viral it's, video. It's funny because you said earlier about the different platforms. For instance, I market uh, my money-making conversation on my Facebook page. I market right. my money-making conversation on my iHeartRadio podcast. And I market okay. my money-making conversation on my money-making conversation Facebook page which has over 26,000 followers, and my Twitter account, which has over 5,000 followers. So I'm making that shift to, like, really building that brand out because it really it has to become a consistent layer of identification. I can keep it on my Facebook page or my fan page, Rashawn McDonald, which has over 600,000 Facebook page, but that feels like that's mis-messaging. And you're just saying there has to be a consistency with your voice, correct? There does have to be a consistency with your voice, and also you have to remember that you can't force people to come where you are. There you, you go. have to go where people are. What does that mean? And okay, okay, okay. Kind of, kind of got me there. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? Because I may be doing something wrong. And you, the, you, the, no, you're, you're you the, doing it actually right. Okay, cool. Okay. Having your content in various locations, right? Um, for instance, when you go to a, a four-way stop, there may be Seven Eleven, a Texaco, an Exxon, and a Shell, mm-hmm. right? We still need gas, but people stop at different stores for different reasons. One may just be because of convenience. It's the closest one to them. Right. Other people may have had bad experience with another brand. Right. Same with a social platform. Other people may just be comfortable only going to, you know, one store. But there's different reasons that we visit different things. And that's the same. Yeah. Um, some people aren't on Facebook. For whatever reason, they've chosen not to be there. That doesn't mean you don't want to reach them just because they're only on Twitter. Right. And Instagram is the same, you know, way. People, they're on different platforms for different reasons. And one other thing I would like to point out to people, the reason I say email is the most important part of your social campaign. Right is because if you think about the old Times Square or Main Square, that mm-hmm. town square at noon, a lot of people may be there. Everybody in the city isn't there, though. They may you know, be crossing by, but if you yell out something, there's only a few people that are going to get to hear your message. Right. And social media is like that. You're never going to reach all of your followers at the same time. The system is set up that. to only allow mm-hmm. you to reach a certain portion mm-hmm. of who follows you. That is the setup. The algorithms are set. You're not going to be able to change that. But when you have someone's email address, instead of just shouting in Times Square, you're actually ringing the doorbell. And that's a whole different way of reaching people. Girl, you good. You good. You good. You know, <laughs> so, you know. I feel like I'm in a seminar right now because, you know, you, <laughs> you're not breaking stride on anything you saying. You're articulate. You know, you're taking the you pausing at the right time so I can deliver that that killer terminology. Whoa. Well, you just hit me with uh, email is like ringing a doorbell. Now, you know, it that's is. straight out your seminar. That's straight out your seminar. right? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. I have a whole, a whole PowerPoint with that on it. Come on now. <laughs> That was too brilliant. It was too brilliant. Because you're always with these catchphrases. But I've never heard that. I've, 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 said, I've coined this phrase that, that social media is your own personal press conference. Now, I've coined that statement. 
Okay, so, that's nice. They, uh, and so I know when people go, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty powerful. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty powerful. <laughs> I said, yeah, because that's why you don't see people calling press conferences in a way, because they can just go to their social media. And, you know, uh, President Trump is a prime example. <laughs> he oh, out there. my goodness. And we see it working. Yes. And, and so that means that the, the people are now taking control of how they market themselves and how they brand themselves through social media. Now, how can we reach you? How can we reach this articulate, this co-founder? of social works who's changing the right with the world because you're managing you're not posting and that's very key for me to tell you tell people that because a lot of people out there confuse the two she's not posting anything for you what she's going to tell you is how to be successful and give you a plan to win in social media correct this is correct so how do they reach you you how to fish um you can reach me online at, on any social media at satori s-a-t-o-r-i zero six Reach me through email. You mean there's another Satori out there? No, I just like 06. Oh, okay. um, because about, the, the, uh, the numbers uh, mean something to me. Okay. I'm about to say, well, hold up now. Come on now. This ain't Sandy. Uh, it's Satori 06. Okay. And um, you can reach me on email if you want to talk about um, your social media needs at social work, and work is spelled with an E, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Inc. at gmail.com. And that, that, that makes it happen. When they, when they contact you, and also I want mm-hmm. you to give me information so I can post it on the Money Making Conversation yeah. Facebook page. Because right now I'm just trying to create the world of engagement. So we create a source that's primarily geared towards young entrepreneurs who, and that word entrepreneurship, people confuse it strictly with business. And it's really about life. It's about taking it new it's, Am I correct when I say that? You're so right. When you're an entrepreneur, this is, this is what you do. This is who you are. It's you don't just clock in. This is your life is your work. And a lot of people, they run from that. And that's why I know I'm, I'm, I'm building a brand with my brand of social of money-making conversation because I'm trying to create that breakthrough. Because when I start talking about small business, I know I get tuned out. Oh, he ain't talking to me. I am talking to you. I'm talking about you as an individual because what, what annoys me the most is that when people clock in for work, they don't even see themselves as a business. They only see themselves as an employee. And that's not true. You can build your brand and build your career because I did it. I, I've worked at IBM. I know what I did as an employee, how I built my brand and built my and marketed the way I wanted to do at the company. And that's how I rose through the ranks. That's why I was a star at IBM. And, and I took those same principles and I apply them to my everyday life. And so I'm just trying to get everyday people to understand you can win and you can win big time. And you're showing yourself that, hey, look, I got skills, I got talents, and now people are flying me around. What, 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 in, in, in closing, what makes you feel so good about the life that you live right now, Satori? You know what? And I hope there are young entrepreneurs listening because I quit school at age 14 mm-hmm. and had two children before two children before I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I decided that I wanted something different for my children than I had for myself. And that's the driving force for me in my business and, and wanting to be successful and be a good life guide for them. And that same thing has what brought me to helping other young people with their businesses today and realizing that, you know, there's not one path to success. Mm-hmm. You have your own path. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Mm-hmm. A lot of times it changes along the way, and that's okay, too, as long as you get back for yourself. Mm-hmm. And as you were saying, working for corporate, 
Corporate America is great training for anything in life that you may need. So never look down at yourself if you're working mm-hmm. for somebody else while you're also working on your need mm-hmm. and um, for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, resumes today, you're supposed to put a personal brand statement on there. So you have to figure out who you are, what you want, and where you're going in any walk of life. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that makes me the most happy about being a business owner and being successful being able to help other people advance their dreams and their goals and get their business growing, you know, through social media and through strategy. And I mean, I love it. It's, it's a, it's an awesome opportunity keep to winning. be able to help. Keep winning, girl. Keep winning. I hope Thank I can, invi- I hope I can invite you back. I hope this was a great experience I, I love for your you. Show. Your energy is amazing. I'll definitely be tuning into some of the other people that you have on on well, your shows, I well, you know, this, this is a brand that, uh, and it takes people like you who have to t- take the time and deliver the message because I know I'm building something unique here, and it's through relationships uh, that they, they get you there. And you are a talent, young lady. And I want to mm-hmm. tell that other story that you just kind of like broke the news to me at the end, <laughs> and I don't have no minutes to talk because you know I'd be all over that story because yeah. so many people allow those setbacks to change their lives. And they never right. get back on track. And you got back on track not only as a as a as a, as a, a fantastic parent, but you got on track as an entrepreneur. And you got them back on track as a leader. And that's amazing. Besides the fact that you know when you show up for the PTA meeting, you define as mom <coughs> in class, of course. Hey, that's me. But you know what? We define ourselves, uh-huh. and as long as we'll always be okay. You stay strong. Now I appreciate you, Satori zero six. Okay. That's her, because she, she loves that number. We'll be back I with do. more Money Making Conversations. And we can find information about her posted on the Money Making Conversation Facebook page. Come follow us, y'all. We're leading you. Black Moses is on the phone. Black Moses is on Facebook. Black Moses on Twitter. Money Making Conversations. we winning, y'all. Join us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome back to Money Making Conversations. <laughs> this is a show for you guys. It's a show that uh, provides you with information on how to win in your personal and business. It's a career opportunity. It's a game changer. And um, my next guest is on the phone right now. So I got to get on the phone and hopefully not misenunciate her name. If it's incorrectly stated, please correct me when I bring her up. My next guest, an astute businesswoman who unapologetically pursues excellence in all she does. Malik Teal is the founder and chief experience officer of Curl Box the first monthly subscription service for naturally curly hair. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Malik Till. How you doing there? I'm good. How are you? Good. I said your name correctly? You were close. It's my leak, but that's okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rushan McDonald. You know what I'm saying? If people okay, call me okay. Russian or uh, 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 Rock, you know, I say, hey, hey, hey. Look here, say my name right because that's part of your mm-hmm. brain. You know, when you because you won't be introduced in front of ten thousand people when somebody say Myla. You know, you won't do it. Right. You know, you're gonna you it's gonna it's gonna change the way you walk. It's gonna change the way you speak because you have to correct everybody. It's gonna throw your whole game plan off. So say your name again correctly for everybody to hear, and Rashawn will get it right from now on. It is my leak teal. My with an emphasis on my. My exactly like my, my leaky faucet. Great. Yes. Curl box. Yes. Girl, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. That's a visionary move to create a monthly subscription service. You know that, right? Yeah, I 
I think I, in my naivete, I created it not knowing how difficult it would be. But, I mean, now that it's done, uh, it's amazing. Okay, cool. Two things mm-hmm. happening. When did you launch it? Okay, because mm-hmm. there's a launch, and then there's work to the launch, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. When so did you launch it? We, when did you launch it? I did a soft launch November 2011. So, I had no products, no boxes, and I said, you know what, I'm going to, I sent out a press release to Essence Magazine, and I said, I'm going to have them, <laughs> you bold, have them you bold, this, yeah, you bold, yeah, I'm going ha- to have them put this out online, so they released it at 8 o'clock online about this new business and this new company that was going to be opening at midnight, mm-hmm. and I said, okay, if I get enough people signed up, I'll continue, if I don't, I'll quit, and I think we had a thousand people sign up like the first hour after midnight and they just kept going by the thousand so then i said oh shoot i gotta no, get you didn't say oh shoot but we're gonna boxes. work that for radio purposes you didn't say oh <laughs> right, shoot though right i said now i gotta get some products and some boxes because <laughs> i think people want this now here's the here's the fun part about it because see this is an idea how many mm-hmm. people told you you were crazy oh my god everybody Everybody was like, how are you going to do this? You don't even know how to do it. You don't have any products. You don't have any boxes. And I said, as long as airplanes are flying in the sky, I can do this. Like, people have figured out crazier things. And, and guess what? And, and guess what? The, the, the thing about it is that this is like a, like like the last three or four years, you've seen mm-hmm. a lot of this monthly subscription where you order, mm-hmm. you pay nine ninety nine dollars or nineteen ninety nine, and every month you get a box with product in it correct that's what you're talking about right 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 yes and we started almost six years ago doing that absolutely and so what i'm saying is that that's why i started out with the word visionary okay Mm -hmm. because everybody basically is emulating what you've done okay Oh, wow. And from a corporate standpoint, they're coming in with the big dollars, you know, coming big corporations are doing it now. You started out, little African-American girl, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. former track star, undefeated. Yeah. Football, you know, out there running, ain't never lost in track. Now, already you're a competitor, correct? Correct, very. So that means that when when people were telling you you no, what made you go beyond their no? You know, I I always say that if somebody tells me no, they don't have enough information, right? It's right. either they don't have, I haven't given them enough information or they're telling me not yet. So I was met with a ton of no's, but I said to myself, there's only 12 months in the year. I there over At the time, there were over 600 hair care brands. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have to be able to at least get 12 yeses out of 600. I have right. to. Mm-hmm. So, so I did. But when I heard no, I... I was never angry, you know. Mm-hmm. I just said, okay, they just they, they need more information. They want to see what I can do. So now I've got to show and prove. Right, right. So so let's let's start back now because see, um, let's talk about your life. You know, mm-hmm. you know, where were you at in your life? You know, professionally, were you like looking for the next big thing, or you say I'm gonna put 100 percent effort into this endeavor? I'm pumping my own personal money into this. Who was standing with you? You know, when you who was standing with you there? You know, I had I was I started off in entertainment PR and I moved to Atlanta and right. at the height of the recession and I couldn't find a job. Right. So I started consulting and then one of the clients I started consulting um, some online some apps 
and online businesses. And right. what I was finding by helping them was that they'll let you know how much money your sort of placements have made them. Right. So if I get you some placements, somebody clicks through purchases, and I was helping these brands make, you know, $80,000, $100,000 a month, and my fee at the time was nowhere near that. So I said to myself, I have to be able to come up with something that I can then promote myself. And so that's kind of what the wheel started turning. And I saw deep, deep, deep in the like tech, um, in the tech trades about a beauty, about how beauty subscriptions were going to be making a comeback. They hadn't started yet, but they were going to be making a comeback. And I said, great idea, wrong market, because women right. of color, we, <laughs> we've never, nobody ever samples with us. Nobody ever does anything. They just expect us to buy it. So right, right, right. I had, um, I, I reached out. I basically dialed in all my favors. Right. You know, can, can I ask I, you this question? A, <laughs> Would you say yeah. that Ebony Fashion Fair was really the, mm -hmm. the leading for, as you said, women of color, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you was working with that platform only out there. You said, hey, we got to build You got we got we to build something for us, correct? Correct. Just okay. more in terms of sampling. You know, right. we mm -hmm. want, black women want to try things too. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that was the deal. So I essentially, I dialed in every single favor that I had. The girl who made our current logo, um, she did it for free. And she goes, if you ever make any money on this, just go ahead and pay me. Yeah. So but I got that right friend. though. You got that right though, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, she, so, but I did. She, but this is the thing. She's been she's made money off me every single month since Absolutely. then. I have continued to employ her. Yeah, so um, that was the deal. So I just basically called everyone, and I had no idea about like packing and shipping and and all and logistics. But my friend connected me with his classmate who owned a fulfillment center. So they took me on for free, no credit check. I want to tell girl, you that every girl, single you, thing. Okay, I, okay, okay, okay. Where did prayer be? How much prayer was going on? How much faith was riding this this whole mission? Oh, here? you know what's so crazy is that it was it was what was interesting about my faith in this is that I felt like God was insisting that I do this. Like I've given you this idea, uh -huh. and it's like you can try to ignore me, but I'm going to keep <laughs> you up every single night until you do it. And that really, I was like, okay, I hear you. So I was like, I'm going to do it. And when I took one step, it was literally like every, it was like every single thing that I needed, somebody stepped up and literally gave it to me, um, which was insane. Awesome. That's, this is mm -hmm. awesome because our reason I say it's awesome because of the fact that you're able to tell your story and make it happen in a big way. It, am I correct? Mm -hmm. and yes, then, but, uh, but But the thing about it is that I always tell at what point did you have a plan? At what point did, you know, because you just didn't jump out there on faith. You had plans, right? Mm -hmm. You had relationships, mentors, yeah. and things like right. that. So, because I want people to hear these things because, you know, when you host a show like Money Making Conversation, I get tons of direct messages on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. on Facebook, people with all these ideas. And as soon as the ideas, there's no merit to them. Or they just send me a video, no merit to them, no plan, mm -hmm. no plan of action. I got the fact that everybody has a dream, but what is your plan of action tied to that? You are a visionary. And usually when you're a visionary, when I say people are visionary, I'm talking about Zuckerberg of Facebook. I'm talking about Steve Jobs of Apple. These are people who see things uniquely in a space and then make mm -hmm. a model that nobody else is doing at the time. That's what you did at the time that's now becoming popular, has become a very popular genre. Just take it off. You know, you see mm -hmm. national commercials. With these same right. little monthly subscription boxes, when you get it, you're going to get 
these products as a guarantee. When we come back, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, hang on a little bit. We're going to talk about, uh, to my understanding, uh, you're going to be a future mom. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, cause we'll <laughs> talk about that because they're going to talk about how she's going to change her work schedule, you know, and we're going to talk about the what's in that box that you get every month because it changes every month, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversation. This is fantastic. I hope you're enjoying yourself. I'm having a good time with you, girl. Cool, I'm back. with Sean McDonald. This is the last uh, break and Money Making Conversation. Fantastic show. I want to thank all my guests, starting with um, Sheila Coates. Be your own brand. Then we worked our way around with uh, Cody Oliver, the executive producer of Black Love. Then Satori Ananda, social media guru. Now I'm on the phone with my leak. The emphasis on my teal. There you go. There we go. Now I'm, I'm gonna win with you now because guess what? <laughs> You're special. You're very, very special. And I say that because of the fact that you know uh, it had to be uh, you know from a. a you know, it's interesting when I meet people like you because um, you, you got it early on. Somehow, you know, you had the gene or somebody that was important in your life. I don't know your entire story that say that that, that pushed you, that uh, told you you could be more than that, what everybody else puts on the wall or everybody else tells you that the color of your skin. Who was that person? Uh, probably. I think my parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents, my dad specifically, probably just always. I, I, I knew it. I knew it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing my daughter right now. I'm pushing her. I'm pushing her. Going to be mm-hmm. the next, my leak tail. My daughter going to be Christiana <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Like very, I think very tough. Just, you know, very tough and always spoke to me like I was an adult. Like never kitty talk always let me have an opinion and a voice. And I think that that uh, that really helps with limiting the amount of fear that I have as an adult. Don't that, do you want like I just I jokingly said that is it is and that's a compliment I feel. I, I want my daughter to be, you know, just like Malik Teal. Is this is this <laughs> how does that feel when that when you hear somebody like me, Rashawn McDonald, say that to you and sincerely say that to you because of the fact that you know you're doing your own thing and you're doing it in yeah. a in a way that most people have told you no. But in your back of your mind, you've had a support system that said, don't listen, don't listen, don't listen. Mm-hmm. I taught you yeah. how to work hard. I've been telling you yeah. since you were a baby that you can do this. Don't let people get yeah. in your head and tell you what you cannot do. Sure. That's amazing. That's amazing. How do you yeah. feel? How do you feel? Um, you know what? Sometimes I get people write me tons of letters, and it is definitely humbling and sometimes overwhelming because I, I you know, the thing of being quote-unquote special is nice to hear, I think, but more than anything, it's just the dedication to just working hard and always doing the personal work, you know. It takes a lot of personal work to not be defeated because I think we don't realize the person that defeats us first is ourselves, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Talk, girl. Come yeah. Talk. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a lot of work to not talk yourself out of the game. You know, it's interesting because I, I try to share little personal stories about myself because mm-hmm. I've, I've achieved a lot of success in my life, but I've also, I will tell you, because people told me I was special, because people told me I was unique, then, you know, I've, I've been bullied in my life, you know what I'm saying? So of course. Not only, not physically, you know, I was bullied physically when I was in fourth grade. Look, I couldn't pass the dude unless I gave him a quarter. And um, mm-hmm. But, you know, when teachers would ask me to read in class, you know, students would get mad. When people honored you for good attendance or grades, you other 
peer group would get mad. And I'm going to tell you, it took me a long time. That's why I admire the, 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 the shell of protection that was given to you that allowed you to grow because I only had to, I only had to figure it out on my own. And I, I would tell you, it took me years to accept who Rashawn McDonald was and is okay. today. And mm-hmm. that's important that when I'm talking to you and I'm going to keep pounding, if you don't, I'm going to keep telling you, I ain't got to tell you too much because, you know, you got people that have already told you all your life how special you are. And I want, mm-hmm. I want the kids to be, put your poster, put your, put your brand on their walls and say, I want to be just like her because that will enable them to understand that no matter what you can be like Malik. And I think that's mm-hmm. important. I think that's important. And that leads to my next question. Uh, my next story is about your podcast. Because, because yeah. you see, that's how I work it on this show. You know, Malik, I, mm-hmm. I kind of work it over here. But I'm really sliding over to something even more important is your podcast. Tell us about your podcast. Uh, the podcast I actually started, um, so I told you I launched uh, Curlbox that November mm-hmm. of 2011, and I started the podcast literally the very next month, almost as a like a, t- a conversation with myself mm-hmm. um, and everything that I had gone through personally, and also all of the lessons I felt that I had learned that had gotten me to that point. And right. so I think when I started recording it back in 2011, I used to get like maybe 20 listens like a week yeah i know and now it was so defeating was it was so defeating wasn't it but you know i had no i had no point of like that you're gonna say point of view point of view no point of view Mm -hmm. i had nothing to compare it to Mm -hmm. there was not people weren't really doing podcasts back then Mm -hmm. so 20 was better than nothing right right um, right. and nothing was all i knew and so they found you though those 20 people found you though (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's very much word of mouth. I think all of my businesses have succeeded just by word of mouth. And right. now I get millions of downloads a year mm-hmm. um, on my podcast. And it's, I do it all alone. I do it by myself, my own microphone. I do it in my kitchen. And it's it, there's, you know, I just started having guests on. But it really is just more of a... Just my perspective. I'm bald headed, so I things. won't qualify, right? I'm bald headed. <laughs> I don't I won't curl I won't qualify for the curly box interview. I know mm-hmm. that. But that's mm-hmm. all right now. Just continue with right. your with your motivation about your podcast, which I am a, a big fan. In fact, she's 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 kinda underselling herself over two million downloads. Mm-hmm. Okay. This yeah. is not a she's she's went from twenty to over two million, and I say that yeah. because of the fact that that's what this show is about—money making conversation. Because see, along the way of being successful in my life, my personal and my professional life, you know, sometimes you know because you're you're a goal-oriented person, which means that when I say that, means that when she meets one goal, she moves past it. And sometimes mm-hmm. you move past it so fast you don't even appreciate what you've accomplished. Am I correct in saying that? Sure, absolutely. And so, and so that's that's what this show is about: be able to let people hear your story, but also to share with you the values of what you're doing and how you are changing the game. You've already said two very significant things on this show, but you've been very mm-hmm. casual with it. You started mm-hmm. monthly subscriptions, monthly yeah. subscription before that was even in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around and say, "I was podcasting before podcasting." You know. So, so you had a vision about two, and you started them nearly at the same time. So, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. She, she just said, <laughs> she, she just thought, yeah. So, so mm-hmm. with that being said, my friend, my friend, mm-hmm. who, who, yes. who's out here just doing it up, you know, 
about to be a, a fantastic future mom. Mm-hmm. What is the future for you? Oh, gosh, that's always the hardest question. <laughs> you know, I think that everything that I do is always um, whatever I think is on my heart, right? So right. I think uh, I have, I feel very lucky to have businesses. The, the podcast does well, the, the Curlbox does well. And now that, I mean, I've decided to become a mom a little bit later in life, mm-hmm. uh, that I feel like I've earned my right to, to have some time and, That's you know, right. and grace and grace. It. Because, yeah, I've hauled butt for a very long time, <laughs> <laughs> you know, countless nights, you know, weekends uh-huh. given away. And now I think it's like, I think I had what happened when I became successful is that I took a lot of trips and I saw a lot of things and I'm like, this isn't going to get boring alone after a while, you know? Right. right, Um, so now I don't know. I think, I think I was worried. I had a conversation with my dad about, Oh my God, am I going to fall off? Because that was my fear in having a child is that Mm -hmm. if I have start a family and I think my dad's like, not at all. And I think, I don't know, you're a parent, but I think you start to feel like, okay, now I have to go even harder. Like, it's the thing of, like, I don't even, like, they eat first, right? So it's like, I, I'm right. not just feeding myself. Right. It's like, now I'm, right. on, I'm on a hunt. That's I've right. got, I'm on a mission with somebody on my back now. That's so right. my, I'm going to be even more vicious, you know? Girl, so I'm you excited said all about that. the right thing. You now have a, a future. That's what I'm just telling mm-hmm. you. Right you have a future, mm-hmm. and you're going to reset right. your goals. And guess what? You're going to create a curl box subscription for your child. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I know you. I know you're visionary now. What you ain't gonna do is sit around mm-hmm. and go nine months and not come out that nine months with an idea on how to make money. Come on now. And you are gonna make starting. it big. And I want to. I want. T- I want to thank you. Uh, please mm-hmm. uh, get us information so we can post it all on our social media starting today absolutely. and this week. Awesome. You've been fantastic. Let's let everybody thank know you. one more time before we get off the air how they can reach yes. you, how they can apply for the uh, monthly uh, subscription boxes for Curl Box. Okay. The curl box list is open one day per month, and that's usually every third Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. And you can sign up for that at curlbox.com. Mm-hmm. And we are curlbox everywhere on social media. And I am at my leak everywhere on social media. And my <laughs> personal website is myleak.com, M Y L E I K. And you tell your dad from one man yeah. to another man, hey, I'm mm-hmm. proud of him. He don't know me. But I know the results of what he's done and created. You're an amazing young lady. You're going to be a fantastic mom. And keep doing what you're doing. And like I said, I want my daughter to grow up and be just like you. You keep winning, okay? Thank you so much. Have a great day. This is Rashawn McDonald. This has been an episode of Money Making Conversations. We'll be back next Monday. Keep changing lives. Keep making you live a life that you know you can accomplish. I'm just giving advice to you for free. But if you don't take advantage of it, Who's the loser then? This is Rashawn McDonald. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.